Kia ora everyone and welcome to the Stromcast Down Under. I'm your host Logan and I am here with Will. Uh, Will, do you want to introduce yourself, maybe just tell a little bit about your background and then we can get cracking into it? Yeah, so hey guys, my name is William Whitlock. I'm the uh, owner and founder of Leviathan Nutrition. Um, so Leviathan Nutrition, we started back in 2018. Um, our first product was Tudka. So, you know, it's kind of a little bit different than your typical supplement company. So we start with Tudka, and then from there we kind of branched into more of the uh, specializing for, for health, um, especially, you know, athletes, people are using PEDs. Um, our brand is some one that they're very familiar with uh, whenever it comes to choosing quality health products that are going to help them uh, with that aspect. Um, and then as for some more detail about myself, basically I've been into, you know, weightlifting, bodybuilding since uh, 2006 was my first bodybuilding show I went to uh, when I was 16 years old. Uh, I met Jay Cutler, still have a picture of him so somewhere, like back when we had like flip phones, so I don't think it was even on the internet. But I just remember seeing him, I was like, dude, this guy's like wider than he is tall. It was like one of the most amazing things I saw in my life. So since then I've been like, really into bodybuilding. Um, and then my degree, I have a degree from UCLA in chemistry. So that of course helps with uh, the supplement side of things with formulating. Um, and then, you know, the reason why Star Leviathan kind of combines both bodybuilding and chemistry. Um, so it was a good way for me to branch out in that direction. Interesting. It's, uh, it's quite funny you mentioned Jay Keller because he was literally the first person I walked into like a we have a we have a store in New Zealand called Rebel Sport I, I don't know what you would call it in America but there's it's basically like a whole sports store with like all everything to do with sports in there and I saw him on, I saw him on a magazine and I was like damn I don't know if that was possible that you could look like that I want to I want to try and look like that yeah dude that, that was like the or I guess magazines were starting to go away uh back then but yeah like MD was still really popular back then you had you know someone was on the front cover of a magazine it was a big deal now it's, i don't even know if they still do i don't magazines. even know if, yeah, I don't yeah. Know if they really do i know md kind of shut down and all that but um, yeah they just shut down theirs i remember hearing the news on that like a couple months ago yeah sad, end sad of an day. era yeah end of an era um so you started 2018 uh it's quite interesting that you started with the house side um or I don't know what people call it like the wellness side because a lot of supplement companies these days do you find that they start with like a pre-workout and then a whey protein and then they kind of go down the generic route of marketing towards I guess performance side what what made you decide to go in the health route um well at the time I I was just Leviathan wasn't really even something I was planning on doing full-time I was uh, still working full-time as a uh, I worked as a like a lab tech and then later on as a an R&D chemist for a place that uh, would manufacture like personal uh, personal what's the word Pers like sh shampoos conditioners and they also had a uh, a dietary supplement manufacturing so I got to sit in in a couple of uh, like audits uh, uh, NSF was the branch NSF audits and that sort of thing. So learn some of like the regulatory regulatory side of supplements. Um, but yeah, like for, for us, it was just that like, I 
needed a market for Tudka. Um, like I had friends, you know, who were competing in bodybuilding, powerlifting, um, who didn't really, you know, we were all wanting to find like good Tudka. There wasn't really a good uh, single source, you know, because I I went through a few different raw ingredient suppliers, um, you know, buying like the raw materials of Tudka, getting getting it in, uh, sending sending it out myself for testing. Um, having the test results come back and we had quite a few that would come back as, you know, there's actually no Tudka at all in it. Or one of them was as low as like 4%. So I think what was happening was a lot of raw material suppliers would send you a different form of, of bile salt or bile acid and try to pass it off as Tudka. Um, so that was pretty alarming. And just knowing how expensive, you know, Tudka is the purchase, um, you know, you, you want to make sure that you're doing your due diligence and getting it tested and making sure that what you have is really what it's supposed to be. Um, because, you know, Tudka is very beneficial for liver health. There is really is nothing, nothing else like it. Nothing else as potent as it uh, when it comes to that aspect. Um, and then also some of the cool like anti-aging type of benefits and stuff associated with it that are picking up more, more steam now. Um but yeah, I mean, it's just something, a product that I really wanted to to start selling. Um, at first, I wasn't even like making any money off of it because I wasn't charging a correct price on it. Because I, I, there was so much stuff that I was unaware of whenever it came to a business. Like, you know, you have the, the cost of the goods, but you also have to factor in like taxes, shipping, you know, cost for the website and like all this other overhead, you know, cost of labels um that you know i was not factoring in so you know it started out with just me selling to a couple friends and you know they would spread the word um work you know and i think one of the first people who kind of recognized us you know that we were posting the test results of the tudka we has had was uh dominic cardone so he posted about us you know saying like you know these guys have some good tudka and from there we started gaining more clients uh, you know, specifically like bodybuilding competitors, that sort of thing. Um, so from there, you know, I kind of realized that, you know, there's some potential here. And from there, we started branching off into different products, uh, after like a year, year and a half after that, we came out with IRE, um, and you know, that started doing well too. But yeah, I mean, the reason that I never really branched into other things like pre-workout, fat burner, that kind of thing uh, cause like I didn't, I didn't really see the need to use them. Um, and it, it just wasn't interesting to me. Like there's, there's already so many companies that were doing that and are still doing that. Um, and for me, like I, I was never big on like pre-workouts, you know, most of the time if I need something, I'll just take like some caffeine or something. Well, now I'll take like Zenith cause we have a, something that's like a nootropic with a, some stimulants. So it, it's suitable there. Uh, but like, I never need to go big on the dosing of, uh, you know, stimulants and that sort of thing to, to be able to motivate myself to get to work out. So from, from my standpoint, it was like, I want to help athletes be at their very best. And, you know, a pre-workout's not necessarily going to do that. Um, but if I'm able to help athletes stay healthy and have their, their blood work, you know, keep in check for longer, then they're going to be able to, um, you know, have their, 
have their PED cycles be longer, you know, they're, they're going to get more out of those cycles because they're healthier, their body's responding better. Um, so to me, that was where, where like the, the meat and potatoes of a, of an effective supplement in my mind, um, really would come from like, so I really wanted to go all in on that and focus on, you know, how much we can benefit from, um, you know, from, from gaining from that aspect. It's, it's interesting. You, you talk about that. I, I actually first heard about you, um, well, your company years ago, because I, you will remember him, Boston made a post about his kidney markers. And then he had, he had used your, your product. And I know there was, like, uh, there was like a bit of a rift to it and all that, but then it got me interested in, in the way you had formulated your kidney product. Cause I think, um, what I found very fascinating was there was actual literature papers behind ingredients chosen and it made sense going, okay, this is why this product is made this way. Would you say nowadays, cause a lot of companies now are doing health supplements. Um, but I, I've, I tend to find that most of them sort of throw the kitchen sink at it and hope, oh yeah, that's gonna, and it's quite generic based, um, the formulation. What would you say your logic behind your formulation has been in? Because your, yours is very specific in, in what it's targeting to do, I guess, from my perspective. Right. Yeah. Um, I mean, like everything I come out with, look, our marketing is basically just uh, describing my my thought process on how it works. So like everything I come out with, I look at you know, studies, clinical studies to see if, if there really is some benefit from this ingredient. And if there is to ensure that we have it at the specified dose. Um, so like I basically combine that with also my knowledge of, you know, chemistry. And that's a big reason why I make sure a lot of ingredients are standardized, you know, like, uh, like our astragalus astragalicide four. So instead of using astragalus, we use astragalicide four because that's the primary uh, compound in astragalus root that ha is known for those sort of benefits towards the kidney. Um, and that way we can, we can really get a, a good dose, you know, 25 milligrams is the dose that I came up with back in uh, 2020, I think, um, to, to use that in, which, you know, if you were to just get a, a typical astragalus root, you'd need like 25 to 50 grams worth with, which how, like how many capsules is that? Like 50 or 15 to 20 capsules or something like no one's going to be, you know, it's just not practical. Um, so, you know, just looking at things like that. And I mean, cause like these, these are all products that I, I want to use that I want to benefit me as well. So like, I'm also a competitive bodybuilder. Um, you know, I, you know, I want to see how far I can, I can go realistically. So all of these things, I also have the added benefit of like, Hey, I'm going to use this too. And I want it to be as effective as possible. Um, you know, so I, I guess that's another motivating factor that I want the product to work. I want it, I want to be able to, uh, explain people how to people, how it works. And, um, you know, I, I want, usually I want something to be like unique about it. Um, you know, I've, I like making innovative formulas just because that's what keeps my interest. 
you know, in this aspect, again, it's like why I haven't done like pre-workouts or anything like that. Like I want to do something that kind of hasn't been done before in a sense um, and see, you know, see how, how people like it uh, and see how it will benefit people. And so far, you know, a lot of our products have, I feel, have done that pretty well. And I mean, that's, that's basically the gist of it. Did you ever have any like influences um, outside of, you know, you, you studied, but were there people that kind of influenced you in your decision-making? I know um, Dante plays a big role in a lot of people's moves now. Like he, ma he makes a post and then everyone's all over whatever, he, whatever he's talking about. A straggler's route was one of them. I know he posted about, I think it was like six grams or eight grams or so, and then everyone's like, oh, I need to get this. Um, is there anyone that kind of motivate or influenced you through your decision making? And um, well, Dante is actually he was also one of the first people who recommended our Tudka. It was in uh, the the geared up bodybuilding group on Facebook, which had a lot of bodybuilders in it. Um, you know, he said, you know, why don't you guys check check Leviathan out? You know, they're posting the test results and stuff. It seems like like a, a pretty upfront sort of thing so you know check it out i mean for some reason he never really had the uh he never really wanted to make health supplements or something even though if he did i'm sure he'd make a killing out of it um so you know he recommended us instead which was i think it was very cool um but yeah like anything that he says people really uh will, will take his word on it um which could both be good and bad i guess but yeah, like in terms of the like the health supplement side, there's not really anyone I'd like, you know, get get that sort of thing um, from unless you're talking like Dante. But like in terms of like actual chemists and stuff, like I I definitely looked up to Patrick Arnold, you know, back in the day when he was I mean he was someone who made like revolutionary products. Um, I'm not sure how much we can delve into that but you, you, like you know what what Patrick is known for and what he did so like I kind of wanted to be like that in the supplement industry with you know coming up with new products and that sort of thing but of course you know we're not making designer steroids so it's not it's a little different but still like the same kind of like innovation um in in like uh the, just having that background of chemistry and applying it uh something that really interested me yeah it's um it is quite interesting because if you go back a decade ago uh the health side wasn't really there wasn't really much known it was like oh take some neck um what you know see milk, milk thistle or milk thistle for your oral cycles and that was probably that to be honest that was it like when i first got into bodybuilding uh that was kind of what I got told was, uh, you, you have something they see in milk thistle and you'll be good to go. And then you get kind of further into it and you realize, no, no, it's, it's a lot more involved yeah. <laughs> than just that. Um, but one thing I, I wanted to kind of touch on now, because I, I see it a lot, was 10 years ago, products didn't really have a patented ingredient on it. Like I don't, it wasn't very common. You wouldn't see... Uh, for example, you could look at a hydration product that may say cocoa mineral or something and it's trademarked and all that. Do you think nowadays supplement ca companies like hide behind the patented ingredients a bit? Um, and do you think that maybe 
that's not a best the best measure of like how good a product might actually be um yeah i, I just want to ask you that from a formulation side and you know owning your own company yeah yeah I, um I've, I've seen this a lot like you'll see products that have like a bunch of patent ingredients um and people see you know the shiny logos and stuff and for some reason they associate a patent and ingredient and in some with something that's innovative and that it's going to work but like if you see a patented ingredient, like the, I'll have people, um, you know, these ingredient manufacturers like email me on their ingredient and stuff. And basically the first thing I ask them is like, okay, like show me a spec sheet. It's like, I want to see what ingredient is actually in there, uh, what compound you're standardizing for, and what makes it different from the generic version of that ingredient. And in, in a lot of cases, there is no difference. Like the only difference is they came up with a shiny logo and name associated with this generic ingredient that you can buy for 10 times cheaper um, if you don't use their patented ingredient. Um, so yeah, it's, it's a hit and miss kind of field. And I mean, it is a business. So these, these trade, these ingredients are being trademarked and, you know, upsold so that business can make their profits and they can brand the ingredient and you know make these sort of claims but yeah i mean there there are some that are pretty innovative and i think um there's there's some sort of like or i think there's a difference between yeah yeah patented is the one so i think like uh glucovantage the dihydroberberine so i think that's patented versus just like trademarked so they they basically own the dihydroberberine ingredient so like you can't you if or i think technically you could go and buy like a generic version of dihydroberberine um but you can't make the claims under which they own the patent which i think are um like you know improving insulin sensitivity or like anything that you're going to use um if you put dihydroberberine in your in your product um, so that, that sort of thing is pretty, is pretty cool, you know, ingredients like that. And again, that's why we have like long Vita in, in our ire. It's, it's curcumin in a solid lipid nanoparticle form. Um, so, you know, it's, it's not just a standard curcumin that they have a, a fancy name for it. There's actually some, some science and, um, effort that goes into making that ingredient more bioavailable, um, and, you know, you can you can look at like independent studies for this. That's another thing. Um, a lot of trademarked uh, ingredients will show you their their own studies that they do, and like they come up with these colorful like graphs and images for you to look at. Like, oh, here, look over here at this of like what we want to show you that shows the ben uh, the benefits of the ingredient, and then like, but like I always like to look separately at you know, you know, like if, if there's like a generic version of of that form of technology that they're using like you can look at the benefits of solid lipid nanoparticles not that not necessarily in something like long vita but just in general you know they're kind of similar to like liposomes or micelles but uh performative wise they're actually a little bit more bioavailable um so that's another kind of like, like checking the box uh to show that like you know these ingredients are actually a little bit different and you know they 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 should perform better um than something that's just you know like a brand name that kind of thing yeah it's it's interesting because i think um 
what I see quite a bit of is obviously like some well-known companies use trademarked ingredients, but then they're not very clear on their manufacturing process. So they like, it's all well and good. You get these ingredients, but then how, what's your quality control and you know, how well are you actually putting the product together? Um, and I think that's sometimes where people may, or customers may not understand that they, they, that can fall off. And although you can make claims and put on a tub, if your manufacturing process is pretty poor, the product's not going to be as good as, as what it says it is. And, and then also the formulation ideas behind them sometimes don't make sense to be like, okay, there's a lot of crossover here. That you, sh- you shouldn't really throw all of this together. Yeah. Like, like I've with uh, one example of that was with uh, like piperine or bioperine. You'll see it in like almost every product and like people just associate that. Like if they see it in a product, like, Oh, it's going to make it more absorbable. It's like, no, not necessarily. There are certain uh, like chemical compounds that bioperine works on. And like, you need to know how it works and it works by inhibiting, you know, a certain CYP uh, 3A4 uh, liver enzymes. So you need to make sure that whatever ingredient that you're pairing bioperine with um, is actually metabolized by CYP3A4. Um, and, you know, you can kind of look at the, the chemical structures uh, to, to see if it is or not and give you an idea, or you can do some research. But like, there are companies where, you know, it's, it's clearly something that's not, that's not metabolized by that liver enzyme, and they'll still put bioperine in there. And, like, they're like, oh, you know, it's increasing bioavailability. And, like, okay, you have no idea what you're doing here. It's like, but, like, I guess people still buy it, so it's it's still like a, mar- a good marketing boost for them or something it's just marketing tool like, yeah it's uh it is it is a bit frustrating i see it a bit with in certain health subs as well where with like people use ip6 and i'm um, like it's a you know if you look at the literature it's a great ingredient it's good at chelating iron and it, in theory it can do its job but then it chelates everything else so it's like okay you can't have it on alongside other vitamins but then people are not aware of that so when i see it mixed in with a supplement i'm like probably not the best like i would keep it separate and again that's probably where someone like yourself and i think now kind of moving into my next question i saw that you obviously do like a standard standalone tudka standalone knuck oh knack is there a reason for that is it because you wanted to keep those separate from like your general health sub because uh maybe we get into i read like that that's a product that I looked at and I was like, okay, I'm very interested in the, the logic behind the formulation because it's unlike anything else on the market. So yeah, a couple of questions there, but yeah, um, maybe we start with the separate ingredients and then into Irish. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, I mean, whenever I came out with Tudka, like Tudka is pretty much the number one thing that you're going to need for, for liver function anyways. So it's like, that's going to the first thing that you're going to go to. And like, we wanted to third party test it and just offer like pure quality Tudka, you know? So that was the, that was the thing. Um, and like, we still have a lot of customers who come, you know, all, all they need is Tudka, even though we, we like technically what we, we could do, which I've seen a lot of other companies do who started offering standalone Tudka. They, they didn't, you know, lower the dose of Tudka increase the the cost of the product added a couple of other things you know add some nac milk thistle um that sort of thing 
um, and then their profits are better. Uh, so, so like, I, I don't know. I, I just don't see a need for it. Um, Tudco works great as a standalone. If you need some additional like antioxidant type of benefits towards the liver that, that are going to complement the Tudco working, you know, then you could pick up NAC. Um, but you know, we just have them as standalones. Um, I don't, I don't think there's much, like much more needed in terms of liver support there. Uh, we, we've had people with their, their liver enzymes. Um, I think there was one guy who had it in like the high three, his ALT was like over 300 or something. And like, he got it back down under, under a hundred, you know, using, I think it was just Tudka alone. So in most cases, that's, you know, that's going to, you're going to be pretty set with that combination or, or just Tudka alone. So, you know, I, I haven't really, um, given much thought to making like a, an all in one liver supplement. Cause it's still just going to be those ingredients, maybe plus a couple of other things, but like in reality, those two ingredients are going to be the primary movers, you know, and Tudka more than anything. Well, I think, um, milk thistle is not really like it. I see people use that still and I'm like, there's no need. There's just literally does nothing. I had a family, uh, member actually he competes and he's a base in Australia and he sent me his blood work and you know he sends me a list of what he's doing to get his liver back and he's like oh I've got injectable glutathione I've got Tudka I've got NAC I've got milk thistle and he's doing all that and I'm like geez you're a bit overkill man like you probably probably just pick, pick one and see if it works and and then go from there yeah and the thing with milk thistle is like I don't think I've even seen one clinical study where it actually uh, reliably produces results. I don't, I don't even, I'm not even aware of like a, a mechanism of action in how it's supposed to help with liver function. So it's just like something that was from, from the forums like 10, 20 years ago that is still around. And th there are a couple of like ingredients or ideas like that, that are still around for, for whatever reason. Uh, but, you know, I, I don't, Look, I, I don't like, uh, I don't support it. So I tell people use Tudka and, you know, if, if they, uh, they can either take that advice and, you know, get, get benefits from it or, uh, choose to use milk thistle and, and see, see how that works on their own, I guess. So moving into, um, I read that, that one of the probably products I was most interested, interested about because, um, from, from my look, it's it's a lot that's working on more like inflammation and, you know, glucose um, in your bloodstream and, you know, managing through that side. What was your idea behind formulation in that product? Because it is truly unlike anything that is in the market. Um, and I think your general health subs normally have, like we said, NAC, Tudka, and then, you know, vitamin D and a few other things thrown in there, uh, like bergamot. But, yeah, what was your... your what would your logic behind the formulation in that product? And I guess, what is it more targeted towards from your side? Um, yeah, so Ayers basically, like we wanted to make it like an all-in-one health product. Actually, back until 2020, we did have NAC in Ayer. So that's another reason we came out with the standalone NAC uh, after. Because back, back in 2020, um, NAC got put on the FDA's like advisory list here. So like they were thinking about banning it, but you know, luckily they weren't able to. So it came back a couple of years later. Um, but in IR, we already changed the formula. I think we, we doubled the, uh, the amount of 
Arjuna and Bergamont in there. Um, so it was already like more potent and I didn't want to revert to a previous version. So we basically just had the, the NAC come out as, as a standalone. But um, yeah, whenever whenever I first came out with Ayer, um we just wanted it to be like a, a general health supplement to cover all the bases, like mainly, you know, heart health, uh, cholesterol and blood sugar. Uh, because those are all three of those are kind of paired together. I mean, we we had most of the liver the liver issues covered with Tudka, um, and then I also wanted to make the focus of it to be curcumin because like curcumin is a really interesting molecule. Um, it has so many benefits. Like if there's just one ingredient that you could take, um, I would choose curcumin. Just the only issue with it is that its bioavailability is so poor. Um, you know, it's, it's prone to a lot of metabolizing by the liver. So in this case, yes, you, you definitely would want to use, um, bioprene or piperine, um, to help with the absorption of curcumin if, if you are taking just a curcumin extract. So in this case, we have it in a, a solid lipid, a solid lipid nanoparticle version. So it's basically able to like bypass liver, liver metabolism for the most part because it gets absorbed uh, through a different route. So it's, it's absorbed um, and able to like, bypass most of the liver, most of those liver metabolizing issues. Um, and then, so a lot more of it is able to be active and is, is gonna be effective. Um, so yeah, that, that was basically the, like the main focus of the product. I wanted to make a, a you know, like a curcumin centered product and then the rest of it was just kind of a bonus of all the other things like, you know, having like a standardized Arjuna for heart health, um, having a, a good dose of bergamot for, um, you know, lipids, you know, LDL, HDL to some extent, and then um, something like resveratrol, uh, grapeseed extract. We have the, like some of the antioxidant benefits. And then, uh, yeah, of course, berberine for, you know, controlling blood sugar um uh reducing triglycerides because in a lot of cases um like triglycerides and ldl um can be paired together i mean the triglycerides are still considered like a lipid so it's going to have uh some of those some of those uh potential like those two will usually go hand in hand when it comes to like different heart issues and that sort of thing yeah that makes sense yeah it's um uh, I was quite interested, as, yeah, with the logic behind adding berberine, and I see the benefit because a lot of the times, um, you know, people are using diabetic medication to manage their blood glucose, but mm -hmm. they're not realizing that the side effects from that that piece, such as, um, I, you know, I think berberine is something. Hopefully, it never goes down the route of what they tried to do with NAC, but it's uh, it's very uh, beneficial, and especially if you monitor your blood sugar. Yeah. yeah. Well, you never know. People are always wanting to try and make money off things that work, right? So it's uh, yeah. yeah. So. If if it, if it works, the FDA is going to try to ban it. So yeah, yeah. That's uh, that's what I like to do. Um, yeah, that's quite a cool cool um, product you have. The other one that I I use personally myself now, and um, I actually have UC, so ulcerative colitis. Um, dealt with it the last kind of three years and I've been using uh, your GI um, product and 
I've used quite a bit of things and this is by far the best product I've used uh, personally. And, and I have, you know, I've had some good, big flare ups over the last few weeks and I implemented that about 10 days ago and I haven't had an issue since. So uh, that's real life <laughs> product. I guess product used, used to you. Um, did you use that because of what you or make that because of what you saw in the market or was it for personal use? Like, did you deal with things yourself that you're like, okay, I need to make a product to kind of help. Cause I know um, Rich from Strom, a lot of his formulations and products are basically made for himself. He's like, oh, you know, uh, he, he made a product uh, called Fromba Max and he thought he was having heart issues. So he's, he made this product for heart and, and uh, blood pressure and um, reducing hematocrit and all that. So um, did you make this product for the, one of those reasons or was it for what was out in the market? Um, it was a little bit of both. I mean, I've, I've had stomach issues mainly – uh, for me, it was mainly uh, heartburn. Um, what's what's the word for it? Um, yeah, yeah, acid reflux, but the the disease. I, I, like I, I had taken uh, Prilosec for like since I was fifteen, because um, so I would I would just get heartburn uh, or like acid reflux every, you know, if even if I'd be up for a couple hours, even before a meal, it it'll just start kicking in. Um, so yeah, I, I started, I waited till after my, my last bodybuilding show in 2021, cause we came out with that product a few months before I competed. Um, so like I was still taking Prilosec until that show. Um, cause like I didn't want to mess with anything before my show. So I will wait to after the show. And then I started using the GI support and also, uh, which was important for me was the, the betaine HCL with every meal, you know, to supplement, um, with like stomach acid for digestion. Um, so I would do that. And then, uh, from there I was able to stop using the Prilosec. Um, so for me, that was, you know, that was big because like long-term use of PPIs can cause a lot of problems further down the road. You know, your, your risk of esophageal cancer is, is higher. And, uh, you know, a few other, a few other issues. I think it can actually cause some like heart issues too um, down the road. If you, um, what's the, the name of that? I, th I think it, it can affect like the vagus nerve. Um, you know, if left left untreated, especially with acid reflux. So yeah, I mean, for me that was the big benefit. Um, I didn't, but yeah, we've had a lot of people with like colitis and other like inflammation inflammation based um, digestive issues, use it and have incredible results. So I think it's, it's very, it works very well for that too, but it also helps with like the, the zinc L-carnosine and the DGL to, um, look, repair gut lining, um, you know, help look, repair the, uh, esophageal tract. If you're someone who's had acid reflux for a while, you know, that could be like, uh, common, causing damage to the intestinal lining. Um, and then with, with DGL kind of, helps a little bit with that, that repair process too, and helps to restore the, uh, some of the, the mucosal membranes in that. And DGL is also helpful for, um, like acid reflux in general. Uh, so yeah, like we, we, we paired that. And then it also has, um, prefer pro, which is, uh, that's another So that's, it is, uh, yeah, that's like a patented or trademarked ingredient, but it's also very interesting because it has a bacteriophages, um, these are basically like, uh, 
viruses. I, I don't like using that word because it scares people. But like they're viruses that are, they're specifically will target, um, you know, like bad bacteria in your gut. So they'll go after things like E. coli. Um, I think like H. pylori. Um, so it's kind of like an antibiotic without the the downside. Uh, so it's just a really cool ingredient. You know, if you have a little bit of uh, uh, like overgrowth in in bad bacteria, you know, GI support something can help because of that uh, because of that ingredient. You know, those those bacteriophages are going to target uh, that bad bacteria and you know kill it off, and it's going to keep the the good bacteria that you have in your stomach and in, in your gut um, uh, uninhibited. So it's a pretty a pretty interesting interesting ingredient choice there yes um I, i'm always uh well not skeptical but i you know when you have an autoimmune disease you are a bit you know okay is it is it gonna do something um and i always say to thomas say i'm a bit of the the test guinea pig of going like i'll try it and do blood work and see what happens and you know i was quite quite surprised because mine's to the point where i really can't even have caffeine like that will cause flare-ups and things like that so to take a product and go, yep, within about a week, I started noticing symptoms less than, than, than now I have none. Um, it's pretty remarkable. So, you know, well done to you, man. It's, uh, it's, a, it's a really good product. And it's something that now I, I'm rec- recommending to people I work with. And, you know, um, it's unfortunate, like, uh, you know, we live in a world now that gut health is not talked about enough. I think people are, yeah, people have more of these diseases than they let on to believe. And maybe it's a, a fear of shame or something like that. Um, but I'm pretty open and honest about it. So, you know, hopefully people become more honest and talk about it. And then they get onto products like what you've made because that genuinely does work. Um, what's, what's next for you? Like, uh, now that you, what are you, uh, you six years into running your company, uh, what's the next step? You know, I know you're branching out now you're across the world in New Zealand, which is, quite exciting and being able to be in Australia as well. Uh, where do you see yourself for 2024? Um, so we have a, we're, we're coming out with a thyroid product um, that, you know, hopefully two, three months we'll have it available. Um, and then I think we want to come out with like a GDA. <clears throat> and then th- th- we also have demand for like a test booster type of product. So there's a couple more products that, uh, we want to make, but you know, I'm I'm kind of aiming to make less products every year. You know, maybe two, three, or something, because um, I think back in 2022 we came out with like five products that year. Um, so I'm just trying to focus on actually expanding our our business side. You know, our our, our customer base, gaining more re- uh, retailers. You know, so we can have more eyes on our products. Um, rather than just focusing on releasing new products, because like there, there's only so much that you can you can do in terms of like health products too. Um, so there's that aspect, and also the more products we come out with, the uh, the more we have to be uh, cautious of of like cash flow, and you know making sure that we have enough to restock this product and you know continually buy more and you know scale up the quantities as well. So um, it kind of becomes more of a more of a balancing a balancing act, uh, especially because our our products do come with a higher cost of goods than you know most 
um, most br uh, brands probably. Um, so, you know, we're just trying to focus on uh, expanding that, you know, gain our name out there more. And um, I don't know, I mean, just just seeing where that leads us to, I guess. I mean, there's uh, a lot of innovation that we've already done in terms of health products in general and, and like different ingredients and stuff. But like if I if I see an ingredient that, um, you know, catches my eye, which I, I do have a couple of ingredients in mind that I I really like and would like to use in, a, in the products. But like uh, there's a few that are not they don't have like a GRAS status here in the United States, which basically would would allow them to be used as dietary supplements. So like they're not really qualified to be used in a dietary supplement so like you can apply ingredients to do so but like it takes a couple of years i'm sure it costs a lot of money um so who knows maybe like down the line <clears throat> that, that's another thing like down the line it, we could do something like that or like patent our our own ingredient or something um i guess that's a possibility but it's also you know there's there's also a lot of fi financial cost that comes with that and i guess if we were to patent an ingredient we'd also want you know other companies to use it because you know that's how we'd make the profit so that's just an, another uh another difficult thing to to consider business wise uh but it would be would be cool to say hey you know this is an ingredient that leviathan nutrition came out with and it works really well and all this stuff that'd be pretty cool but you know i think yeah, I think we're we're a, a little bit away from that for now. Yeah, I mean, I think you'll you'll get there uh, sooner rather than later because um, in New Zealand, I I haven't seen a brand move as quickly as yours has uh, when they launched it. Like you know, Thomas was talking about the numbers, and um, it's pretty promising now because we've got a few people that we work with that are quite influential in the bodybuilding scene, and in New Zealand is. Um, it's in, it's interesting because it's it's still very small. Like we're still, you know, I would say we're probably a decade behind everyone else um, in terms of bodybuilders and and quality of bodybuilders. But you know, we have some people that are quite influential that are talking about your products now, and you know, it's moving, which is always exciting. And especially from my side, I'm I only really talk about stuff that works and that I truly believe in. And if I put my name to it, I'm like, yep, that's that's a quality product and. Um, you know, I'm, I'm going to do some blood work on your kidney product and, you know, see how that's going and all that, which I, I know, I know from your, uh, approach, it's probably going to go very well. Um, in terms of personal side and outside of the supplement side, when's the next bodybuilding comp and what's your plans? Um, so I, my, my next plan is to do, uh, USA's here in 2025 uh, which it's usually in July so <clears throat> it's like a year and a half to prepare but like first I'd have to qualify for for, for a national level show so um, we would probably like a, uh, right now I'm dieting down so probably do a couple more months of that and then maybe another full uh, like off-season phase uh, put more size on especially like my arms chest upper body that I need to match my legs um, and then uh, probably do a show, you know, like a month or two before USA's in 2025, you know, hopefully I would win the overall. Um, if I don't, then, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't cut out to do a national show yet anyways. Uh, but you know, we'll see how that goes. And hopefully that, that would be my goal to get to, 
uh, USA's and just see how I would do at a, at a national level show. Um, so yeah, just, just, uh, plugging away at that still, you know, every, every day, um, just, I, I enjoy it doing the, both the business and the bodybuilding side. Um, just checking all the boxes, make sure you get all your meals in, make sure you do your training, your cardio, um, you know, and then checking off the, the boxes for the business side. It's just, you know, like a routine, routine that I stick to every day. And, you know, it's gotten me, it's gotten me this far. And that's another thing, like I, cause I got into bodybuilding at, at a very young age at, you know, 16, I was prepping my own meals and stuff instead of eating what my mom would make at, at home. Um, so I think that kind of mentality has also helped, um, immensely for like, uh, being an entrepreneur and having your own business and stuff. Cause you, you really know how to, how to allocate your time better. Um, you know, you know that you have to like, um, uh, put things, uh, delay gratification for, you know, if you actually want to make progress, you know, it's like, you can't just go out and like eat shit food every night or every weekend and expect to make progress in the gym. It's like, well, same thing with, with your business. Uh, You know, you can't expect to not check off all the boxes and be consistent with like even, you know, social media and, um, uh, marketing and like all this other stuff when it comes to growing a business and expect your business to actually grow. So it's, it's, uh, something that I feel like has, has really helped me, um, with the success of our, of our company. And of course, you know, that we're catering to bodybuilders and, and that sort of thing is something I really like too. So, you know, bodybuilding has been a, a big part of my life for, you know, over half of my life now. And, you know, I just, uh, went to kind of like preach that message to, to other people, you know, especially younger people that like, uh, one of the best things that you can do is like get into bodybuilding at a young age and be taught those values. Cause those values, like, whether or not you're going to turn pro or do well in shows and that sort of thing, like bodybuilding is going to teach you the values that it takes to be successful in a lot of different uh, avenues of life. So, you know, to, that's, that's like the main takeaway from it really. I, I completely agree. Like I started a little bit after, well, a little bit later than you about 17, 18, but I did, martial arts for 13 years before and my old man was like oh, you're getting it from five and from five to about 18 I was doing that and then I was like okay I'm, I'm kind of sick of being skinny and small I was what was I about 64 kilos so that would have been 150-ish pounds uh, maybe a bit more uh, no probably about 150 so it's not not big um you know i'm like 245 now so it's a it's a little <laughs> you put on 100 pounds right it's a yeah it's a little different but um it's the same thing as like you know this i do this to help thomas out and i enjoy podcasts and i enjoy just helping people but you know everything i learned from bodybuilding has been transferable in my business that i work in and you know i think that's the big takeaway I hope a lot of people get from it is just that you may not be the best bodybuilder, but you could take some of these skills and become the best at whatever else you decide to do. Um, and yeah, I think oh, and it is interesting. You say like, cause you talked about prepping your own meals. I did the exact same thing. I was like, ah, no, nah, I'm not going to eat what my, my mom's making. It's, it's, uh, it's a little. <laughs> yeah. My mom, my mom would give me shit all the time for doing it too. <laughs> like, what are you doing? <laughs> It's such a weird thing to them. How old are you now? Uh, I just turned 34, so I've almost I've almost doing this for 20 years. Yeah. It's, 
do your parents uh, do your parents still give you a bit of crap for it? Yeah, they still do. Yeah, every, every time I every time I go down for the for the holidays, they're like, "Oh, are you gonna eat with us?" I'm like, "It's like it's literally like Christmas Day, and like I, I don't have a show or anything." I'm like, "Yes, I'm gonna eat with you." Like, like, "Oh, I don't know, you're always doing your own diet and, and this sort of thing." Like, it's like, well, it's, it's like one day a year, you know. And it's it's very funny, yeah, because I I used to get the same, and then you know when I was a bit I was coming over kind of every weekend, and they're like, "Oh, we've got dinner here," you know. Grab one. I'm like, no, nah, I'm okay. I'm okay. It's uh, I've got my I've just I've eaten my meals. I'm fine. But the the logic to them is uh, you know, even you know, I think fathers are the funniest because you know my old man used to weight train back in the 80s and like early 90s, and the logic to them back then was eat everything and train hours, and you know they 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 just can't understand nutrition. They're like, oh no, you just eat everything, and I'm like, uh, <laughs> I wish it was that easy. But we can't. We can't. Yeah, maybe if you're you're a hard gainer. Oh yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe yeah, maybe. Um, cool, man. Well, look, uh, anything else you want to touch up on or, or catch up on, or um, any any comments, I guess, or statements from you before we shoot off? Um, but not that not that I can think of. I mean, you know, people want to in in New Zealand, Australia, want to give our products a try, and this, you know, what we talked about here resonates with them, you know give it a try let me let me or you guys know how it goes and hopefully that we can continue growing in in new zealand australia and contributing over there as well and that'd be that'd be really cool no man look um again it's uh it's a pleasure talking to you i know we'll, we'll chat some more um but you know i will finish up the podcast here and then we can have a chat after cool man right. thank Sounds you good, man. all right thank you